There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. Yesterday on the program, I was talking about uh, Ashley still having the Bumble app on her phone. It is my Bumble account on her phone. And she's like, you're not talking. I'm like, well, every time I feel like I'm talking to somebody, I feel like I'm also talking to Ashley because I know you're over there snooping. Well, big sister's watching. Yeah, big sister's watching. So uh, that's part of my problem here. Stat said he got rid of the hinge app off of his phone. Yeah, see if I, I believe that. I, I ain't stepping on your toes no more. No, but uh, Mandy <laughs> wrote in through the B105 app yesterday and said, uh, Dave, in order to get Ashley off your dating app, change your log information and password. If she can't log in, she can't see your stuff. Aha. Well, Mandy, I'll tell you that he hasn't done that because I, I literally just looked at okay, it. Okay, stop but, it. Won't, won't, you you just, get, won't you get the email anyway, Ashley, if he tries to change the password? No, the I set it all up in oh, his name dear. so he could eventually take it over. I didn't know he'd be taking it over and sabotaging all uh, of it. Diabolical right. there, Mandy. Thank you very much. So <laughs> maybe I can get a handle on that, Parker yeah. McCollum, but uh, now I have something else to worry about and some stats done here. Well, what in the world is this? It's because you've said you don't like the dating apps. And we've had a lot of callers call in and say they agree with you. They also don't like the dating apps. So we're like, well, how do we get these non-dating app people to meet? Mm -hmm. How about we set up a dating line? Oh. They obviously will call 749-B105 and tell us how they want to take you out for tater tots. So why don't we get a, a special an answering machine a special going line. so anybody could call at any hour of the day or after so many drinks and leave whatever <laughs> they want to say. Great. The new dating line is 513-655-3283. spells date. It also spells Dave. Whoa. 655. Look at this. This is thought Dave. out, Statman. Yes. Well done. I, I, I set the message up for you. Say that number again. What is it? 655 3283. Let me see what this is. D A T E. Hello. Thank you for calling the Hot Dave Summer Line. This is where you'll leave your message for our friend Big Dave. He's looking for a lady, not just to have his back but to help shave it, too. <laughs> if you're single and ready to mingle with our guy who loves Pringles, leave your message at the tone. Please leave your message after the tone. When done, hang up or press the pound key. How did you know about the Pringles thing? I never mentioned that. I, you know, I actually That's make hilarious. I make PBJs and put Pringles on them. Do you really? That's I do. I, I think it's really good. But anyway. I remember you talking about how you you got your hand stuck in a can once. And I was like, oh, I remember that. I put that in his dating profile. All right. So, so now there's a line set up. <laughs> yes. How do you feel about this, Dave? Uh, how do you think I feel about this? I think this? you feel very confident and this is going to... Bag you a good one. There's oh, yeah. plenty of room for all the messages. Bag me a good one. Like I'm on safari yes. or something. Bag her up. <laughs> it's just She's another out avenue there. to get through to you. Okay. But you don't get the messages. I don't. I don't have access to this voicemail account. Uh, it, yeah, but you have access to all the buttons, so we'll designed. tell you when to play it. Yeah, it's designed that way. <laughs> all right. We don't need you deleting messages. Yeah, like, us. oh, it's yeah. empty. Wait a minute. 655-DAVE. <laughs> 
Uh, or just. <laughs> Let's right. go, ladies. Give it a call right now. Give it a test. I want to see if it works. 655-DAVE-3283. This is really weird. This is the Big Dave Podcast. And Bailey Zimmerman. It's the Big Dave Show, 813. Happy, beautiful Tuesday to you. So uh, a little over an hour ago, Statman sprang this on me in my single life here that there is now this phone line you can call to try to get a date. What is, what is it? 655-DAVE or yeah. or DATE. It, it spells either one. Three, 3283. I find that interesting. DATE yeah. or DAVE. And here's how it sounds if you call it. Hello. Thank you for calling the Hot Dave Summer Line. <laughs> this is where you'll leave your message for our friend Big Dave. He's looking for a lady. Not just to have his back, but to help shave it too. <laughs> if you're single and ready to mingle with our guy who loves Pringles, leave your message at the tone. Please leave your message after the tone. Yeah, when- that, all right. That's so, my sultry voice. So, so, it didn't even there. sound like you no, said yeah, yeah, absolutely. You have a career in... Well, phone sex oh operators, God. I think, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it's already starting to oh, get calls, yes. and you are the only one that can hear these, and you've gotten three so uh, far. I got three loaded. Here, let's just hear the first one. Here's our very first caller. All right. Hey, Dave, how are you? You want to go out to eat sometime? <laughs> uh, All right, okay, so it, uh, it's a guy. The line right. works. We, we've established. All right, let's see who else is calling. Hey, Big Dave, if you shave my back, I'll shave yours. No, another guy. This is not, come on. See, this is what we're going to get. You're happy. 655 date or Dave. Here's another call. Hey, Dave, I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. Let's go catch a Bengals game together. Booty! <laughs> well, Bad news for her. He doesn't go to Bengals games. He watches them from his chair. I do from the big chair now. Get but it hey, right. some guy offered to shave your back. I think that's pretty nice. Yeah, that feels weird. No? Okay, that's a no. We, we look like a couple of gorillas grooming each other at the zoo. So, Is this what it's going to be? I don't think you're going to get any serious fish on this line. Well, we, we, you never know. That's, that's the thing of the dating game. There's so many fish out there. We just got to cast a big old net and see what we catch. Yeah. What's the number again? It's 513-655-DATE. Okay. Or Dave. Hey, Dave. How are you? You want to go out to eat sometime? <laughs> <laughs> that guy actually sounds fun, though. <laughs> I might respond to I'd probably have a better time with him, dude. All right. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B-105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B-105. You know what? You're right. Who was right last night into the courtroom comes Pam. Good morning, Pam. Good morning. And you've got a problem with your husband, Chris, and this involves uh, taking a bus trip to Keeneland this past weekend, which sounds like a fun time. What could possibly go wrong with that? Well, yeah, it does sound like a fun time. And actually, I would have had an amazing time had my husband not been yammering on and on about the sport jacket that he was wearing. Why was it so cool? What was about it? So... He, it was a gorgeous sports jacket. Let's just put that out there. I mean, it was, he looked fabulous in it, but he bought it at the St. Vincent de Paul for $10. All right. And, which was great. I mean, hey, who doesn't love a thrift or a bargain, right? Yeah, yeah true. But he insisted and persisted at telling everyone, hey, look at the jacket I bought for $10 at St. Vincent de Paul. <laughs> 
every time someone commented on it, he would say, "Uh huh, it was ten dollars at St. Vincent de Paul." Oh my gosh! Did he also add to it? And it has pockets. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a nice jacket, though. It, it was a gorgeous jacket. Yes, and it would have been just enough to say thank you, and then move on to something as opposed to being like giving the whole backstory. We don't need the backstory. It was a nice jacket. Just say thank you. I mean, seriously, we don't need to make it sound like we can only afford to buy clothes at, you know, a thrift store. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, there's a little judgment sometimes with people. So, like, every conversation, he seemed to be working that little bit of information in. Like, oh, it's kind of chilly out. Oh, yeah. It's a good thing I got this jacket for $10. It's like, it didn't even every, need to be brought up. Yeah. And every single person on the bus knew about it by the time we got to Keeneland. Oh, man. Right. These are all friends and colleagues and people that we regularly socialize with. And then he started telling random strangers when we got to Keeneland. Some guy was like, hey, nice jacket. He's oh proud of that jacket. Like, it's the jacket. Yeah. Pam, do you have a closing argument before we go to the jury here? I mean, do you think I'm being that I'm overreacting with this? Should I have just let him go on and just brag about this? Or should he have shut up and just said thank you? <laughs> okay. Statman. Well, first, I got to tell you about these vans that I got oh, at Plato's Closet for $20. I'm wearing right now. A deal. Oh, I think they call that a humble brag. Yeah. But, you know, I could see how that could get a little annoying. Every conversation being about the sport jacket. But I don't care. I love hearing about a good deal. And I'm happy to hear anybody else that got a good deal. So I probably would have loved that conversation with your husband. So <laughs> I'm Team Chris. And... Being like married to Officer Nick, big talker, right? I hear the same story over and over and mm -hmm. over again. So I feel that on like maybe it's just like overkill, but I love a good deal too. I'm team Chris also. All right, I get you. I'm uh, Pam, I'm with you, girl, on this one. I'm sorry. It doesn't need to be told to everybody. Maybe a couple of people. Yeah, you know, I got this in St. Vincent de Paul, which is a great organization and is a great place yeah. to go to when you're thrifting and it was a little bit cringeworthy after a bit. So I'm I'm going with you, Pam. But uh, by two to one, we have sided with your husband, Chris, and his $10 jacket. Okay, well, I'm not telling him about this, though. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll have to, a $10 and B105 said it was awesome, right? <laughs> All right, let's see what our B105 audience thinks. 749-B105, also through the app. And uh, they can come through and comment that way. Let's see what they think. But, hey, you saved a little extra money for the ponies, though, didn't you? Yes, we did. There we go. Nice, nice. And it was a good time. Right. Bring it. 749-B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? And uh, an interesting one today, Pam and her husband, Chris, went on a bus trip to Keeneland. He wanted to spruce up his wardrobe with a brand new sport jacket. So he went to St. Vincent de Paul and got a very nice one for $10. Great. But then proceeded to tell everybody on the bus trip and even strangers at Keeneland that he paid $10 for it at St. Vincent she de Paul. She was just over it. Just She's a like, little. okay. But we sided with Chris by uh, two to one over his wife. Pam, but we're not done yet. Another Chris from Georgetown is Team Chris, and why is that? Because why not spread the word that you're helping out a great organization like St. Vincent de Paul or Goodwill or Salvation Army, helping these people raise money for people in need. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Wow, Spread yeah. the word. That's, That's charitable right there. Absolutely. Good Thank point. you. Thank you very much, Chris. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye. But uh, Gretchen from Cincinnati is Team Pam. Why are you Team Pam? Were you feeling her embarrassment or what? I do feel her embarrassment. I'm all for a good deal. Don't get me wrong. Wait till the ride home when everybody's had a lot to drink and no one's going to remember the $10 sport coat. <laughs> hundred time told story. <laughs> Tell it then. Oh my gosh. That guy was so drunk he tried to make us believe he got that coat for $10. <laughs> Prove it. They won't remember and you, you don't have to be embarrassed about the $10 sport coat every time you see your friends the next time. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you very much, Gretchen. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Uh, Kelsey comes through the B105 app, says, uh, Pam sounds a little materialistic. Who cares what others think? A good deal is something to brag about. Kyle says, hey, we are men. We need to explain to our friends, our families, and all other men and women that we found a great deal. If we don't tell people, who will? I'm guessing not Pam. (laughs) (laughs) And wrapping it up today is Karen, who's with the wife. She says, I love getting a great deal, but that would be annoying about three, four, five, six times. Just put a sock in it. But then he'd probably say he got the sock from St. Vincent de Paul for $10. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 749. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. So we remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, the Milwaukee Brewers there in Wisconsin becoming the first Major League Baseball team to say, hey, now with these shorter games, we're not selling as much beer. So <laughs> let's uh, let's extend an extra inning or so of beer sales in the park. And a few other Major League teams followed suit. The Reds said, we're just going to keep ours as it is. Our beer sales are fine. Sure. But uh, now Wisconsin, a couple of uh, state lawmakers there have brought forth a new bill they won't pass that would allow 14-year-olds in Wisconsin to serve alcohol to seated customers in bars and restaurants. So that means no longer do you have to be whatever age it was. Now, actually, you ran into this problem when you had your serving career going as a teenager. That's right. I was trying to make the most money as possible. And I knew that in Ohio, you could serve alcohol at 19 in a day. And I was trying to be in there because people are drinking. They're spending money. You get more tips. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the bill's higher. And I went over to Ohio. I think it may have been Rock Bottom Brewery, which was on Fountain Square. Mm-hmm. It's no longer there. I just remember Raccoon Red Beer. That was the best beer there. Yeah, it's a red amber. Maybe and, Ashley and, might have brought you one of those. Bring it to you. Yes, 19 in a day in Ohio. And then once I turned 20, I came back across the river. 20 in a day, you can serve alcohol in Kentucky. Yeah. At least, you know. 10 years ago. Now, is this going to oh, affect man. like when you're trying to buy beer at, at like Kroger or something and you got a underage cashier and they're like, oh, I can't scan that. You have scan, you know, they yeah, have to no, bring and I'm like, over. Just let me scan it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. I mean, you got the you scan over there. Let me scan I here. I just take that and scan it, but they have to get somebody. Yeah. yeah. There's all these laws, but it's like if you scan it, you're not going to you know, take one out and crack it open. Yeah, but if I have the ability to scan it and I'm underage, I'm texting all my buddies <laughs> to come through my checkout line because the party is in lane four. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. Yeah, and he would be fired tomorrow, but that doesn't matter. That day, he was the hero. I, I, I think I'm far enough away from this, but when I was 20, I worked the door at a bar down in Clifton and I had all my buddies from the Daniels dorm, 1920, coming in, and I was not putting black X's on their hands. Oh, really? Yeah, I did this for like the whole summer. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 98. So you've been hitting it That's the reason why yeah. there's so much heavily <laughs> security and now they got a scan and ID and all kinds of There's stuff. the guy right there. Well, well, it's interesting to see, but I think is 14 a little too young? I, I think mean, it is. 14 year olds are actually working in restaurants. Dude, I got well, friends. My daughter? I got friends that tell their seven-year-old to go get a beer out of the fridge for dad. So well, that's I think a, yeah. 14 would be all right. But I mean to be yeah. working. Are 14-year-olds actually working in jobs? I thought you had to be at least 15. To, no, no, no. Well, you can be in 14. Wisconsin, you can be 14. It sounds like it. Well, this will be interesting to follow to see if this bill passes. We'll find out. But uh, if you're wondering why all the rules and regulations we now know, it's Statman's fault. By the way, I got my first job when I was 14. I got fired when I was 15. Yeah, we all know why now, too. Yeah. We hate to point the finger, Sad, but. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Hey. Here's what's snapping and thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. It's the great steamboat race. It's returning tomorrow. This has been going on for 60 years. And well, last year we had a huge controversy thanks to the Louisville mayor. Uh-oh. All right, what happened here? rigged. So... It's a, a three-boat race. The Bella Cincinnati, Bella Louisville, and the American Count- Countess. And last year, the first boat that crossed the finish line was the Bella Cincinnati. Yay! Then we won. Yeah, but cool. then the mayor stepped in and said, because it's not officially a steamboat, that the winner of the great steamboat race must be Louisville. Even though they came in last? Yeah, that's that what I'm like saying. sounds like a little bit of a setup. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Well, Ricky Bobby. Why, why was the... I mean, it's a steamboat, right? Cincinnati? Yeah, and, and well, not technically. It used to be, but they converted it over to a giant diesel engine and we're not <laughs> running on steam anymore. Oh, oh. boy. It's, right. it's, it's dangerous, though. I mean, those steamboats could sure. blow up. Sure, yeah. Well, well, so we lost, but we won. So, but they're mm. going to still come back and do it again this year. That's uh, diplomatic. Yeah, to them. race for the coveted silver antlers, it's a fourteen-mile race that takes two hours. <laughs> oh By goodness. the way, the, the top speed of the Bell of Cincinnati is seven miles an hour. Seven miles an hour. Yeah, so you're watching. Yeah. It's going to be a while. But people can get on these boats and yeah. ride, right? Oh, oh and during on, the they, race. Oh, they drink during the race. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I, according to this article, there's still tickets available for the Bell of Cincinnati if you huh. want to drive down to Louisville tomorrow and get on the boat and race. But it's going to be like the longest finish ever. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there. Yeah. Almost. Hey, I can, I can see them. Well, I got about an hour here. Uh, to go. I'm gonna go get a drink, use the restroom. I'll be back. Uh, still haven't. This finished. is fun. I didn't realize that there's a whole Kentucky uh, Derby festival that takes place. Just all kinds of events, Big and this is one, this is one of them. Uh, let's well, let's go, uh, Bell of Cincinnati. Let's yes. pull for you to win again this year and still not get the silver antlers. That stinks. Yeah, come on. No, man, uh, it's, it's their race, their rules. But let's see. Okay.
And that's what's snapping it. Thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, this is just a horrifying story. It's coming out of Arizona. A mother was stung more than 75 times Sunday afternoon by bees while protecting her two children when the bees swarmed them during a family photo shoot. Just a... <sighs> Crazy thing. Uh, the mother's quick thinking saved the children from being stung. She put them in the car and then took the brunt of the stings. Now she was transported to the hospital with over 75 stings, but has thankfully recovered. And here's a little bit of the 911 call from her mother that was calling for her daughter who was taking care of her children. Hey, sorry. My daughter can't get in the car. She's being attacked by bees. Excuse me. My granddaughters are with her. Please send some help. Okay. How, how many people okay. are being attacked by bees? I just think my daughter... Okay, you don't think that the two granddaughters are as well? No, I think they're inside the... I don't know. I'm trying to get back to her. She just called me. So it's just a terrible situation. I mean, my God, can you even imagine the swarms of bees? And uh, it sounds like to me that this mom did everything right uh, to protect the children from them. But uh, Jake, uh, you say that you are a beekeeper. You have a lot of bees. Does it sound like this Arizona mother who got the kids in the car while the bees were swarming was doing the right thing here? Yeah, I guess that's a that's an okay thing. That's, you know, not real real smart, but the issue is protecting the kids, so she can't can't knock her for that. <laughs> well, what should we do? Sure. Honestly, um they tell you to run towards water and stuff like that, but don't swat at them. Um, wow, that would be hard not to them, do. Don't swing at them. Try not to disturb them too much. Right now we're in the middle of swarm season, and there actually is a a season for it. It's basically where the uh the bees are telling the queens, hey, we're running out of room in here. We're looking for new homes. We're looking for more room to, to grow and expand. And for normal people, they see bees swarming around, and you'll literally see a cloud of bees. People start to panic. But for the bees, for themselves, that's a natural thing. That's actually a good thing for the bees because that means they are expanding. Sure, They're actually growing. Their production is up. Everything's up. Everything's good. You know, for a beekeeper, if I see a swarm and it's not mine, that's literally free bees. Um, <laughs> I like that. Literally free well, bees. Yeah, yeah. Free bees. Jake, that's awesome. But, uh, well, thank you for the advice. But don't swat. That's going to be the hardest thing to not do when you're being swarmed by bees. Especially if you're allergic. Correct. It, Whoa. It, it, it is very tough to do. And, you know, when I'm, when I'm in the backyard of my apiary, constantly trying to pay attention to what I'm doing and, and not swat at them. But it, it's kind of tough sometimes. Sure. So, yeah. And you're covered in the uh, equipment and everything, and still you're swatting. Sometimes I am. Sometimes <laughs> I just go out and I'll just be in a t-shirt and shorts, and I just kind of pop them open real quick just to kind of check them. Yeah. See what they're doing, see if everybody's happy, okay in there. We're glad that uh, this lady is okay and she has survived the 75 stings. And, yeah. Jake, thank you for your uh, expert advice this morning. Not a problem. All right, kids. Do not do what? Swat. That's at the, crazy. Yeah. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming from Phoenix, Oregon. That's where Betty Glover lives. And Betty has two kids, four grandkids, six great-grandkids, and two great-great-grandkids. Oh, wow. So you know Betty's rocking it, right? She's ready to spend some time with her family and slow down. You see, Betty will be turning 92 on May 22nd, has spent seven decades of those years working. And for the past 10 years, she's been bagging groceries at Winco Foods there in Phoenix, Oregon. And she needs to work because she's trying to pay off her fifth wheel trailer that she lives in. Now, the customers love her and she's known to them as Winco Betty. 
<laughs> and now when Betty turned 90, her legs began to hurt a little bit, and she said, I needed to slow down. So she switched from working four days a week to two. But recently, Betty's developed arthritis, and it's getting so bad that bagging the groceries is tough and a painful job, too. She also has macular degeneration, and her eyesight is failing her. But Betty didn't feel she had the funds necessary to retire, so she's turned to GoFundMe and, with help from her granddaughter, put up a page with a goal of $40,000. Now, the caption under her picture on the site read as follows. I'm a great, great grandmother of almost 92, still checking groceries at Winco. And although I love my customers and the people I work with, I would like to retire. I really need to retire as my eyesight is failing and I need to put and I need to pay off the fifth wheel trailer I live in. If I can do this, I will have enough to pay for the rent of the space, groceries and medications that I need. Anything you can do to help would be much appreciated. Now, Betty was skeptical, saying, why would anyone want to help me? Well, her skepticism was unfounded because within a few days, thousands of people had donated and Betty had blown past her goal of 40000 And just a little over a weekend, her GoFundMe page is now nearly $90,000. Wow! Betty was moved to tears from the kindness of people she didn't know and says she can't begin to thank them enough. And yes, if you're wanting to know, uh, yesterday, May the 1st, was Betty's last day at Winco Foods. Oh, wow. But before going off into retirement, 91-year-old Winco Betty had some beautiful advice for all of us, saying, I look forward to tomorrow. I always have. I don't sit around and think about dying. I just think about living. And I think about what exciting things are going to happen tomorrow. And thanks to the kindness of strangers through GoFundMe, the world is Betty's oyster. Thank you, Winco Betty, for the good vibes and enjoy your retirement. B. B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning we've got Jason. He's a father of six from Delhi, and he builds freezers for DSI. You got a lot going on there, Jason. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you got room for a dad joke in that busy life. What do you have? So, what do you call a sleeping bull? I don't know. What, what do you, you call, call a sleeping bull? A bulldozer. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Have a great day building those freezers. By the way, who are you building freezers for? Skyline is a big customer. JPM is a bunch of different people. Whoa, oh, well, thank you because yeah. those are products we love <laughs> and uh, we appreciate you keeping them cold for us. All right? Yes, sir. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave podcast, B105.com.